was a little short <laughs> and uh, so a little scary. <laughs> I was going to hold it. And then I saw that you were just, you cut it so short. I was like, oh gosh. <laughs> I just screamed. I didn't even uh, give a proper intro. <laughs> Welcome, oh everyone, to the Taco Boys podcast. Welcome, I'm Taco welcome, Boy 1. And I am Taco Boy 2. The name's The lovely. Stuck. That's right. <laughs> the lovely. The lovely. <laughs> that's right. Well, <laughs> I'm sorry I cut you off in the middle of whatever you were going to say. <laughs> we're just so polite. We're just always in preference to each other on this show. You know, I've noticed this is a, this is a funny thing to talk about because listening back to some of the episodes we always do this thing where like we'll both go to talk at the same time and we'll both do this like oh uh, oh uh, 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 uh. <laughs> like where we don't want to be impolite so we both start talking and we're just like oh uh, i'm sorry go oh uh, there oh they, they, whoa, whoa. <laughs> i'm sorry what were you saying Oh, yeah so i'm just we're you know it's never bad to prefer others, but I think we should just we start interrupting more. Yes, I'm gonna start interrupting you. No, you know I no, am gonna no, start no, interrupting you more. To me. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> oh, 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 I'm sorry. <laughs> Last We're for like five seconds today. of oh, being see, able to interrupt each other. <laughs> no, I'm talking right now. <laughs> the, the whole rest of this podcast, we're just gonna be talking over each other. <laughs> We're going to draw a card from the don't ask those questions, and we're both going to give our answer at the same time, just talking over each other for we 50 minutes. We just keep minutes. trying to get to, like, pick a card, and every time it's like, no, no way, no, I wanted to it, tell oh, you about this. <laughs> we're having oh a great time. Gosh. We're here for it. We're That's here for right. a great time. All right. Once well, again, welcome, everyone. Mm. Yes, welcome. And as I might have mentioned before, and not might have, I definitely did. We're drawing from our Don't Ask Those Questions cards. Uh, mm-hmm. Thankfully, they were sent to us by our good old buddy, Michael, with uh, Honest Youth Pastor and ODG. So go to ODG. You can get some Taco Boy merch over there, but you can also oh, get these shoot. amazing cards. So go That's check right. them out. So do I dive into this, Christian? Do I just let's, pick let's, one? Let's delve in. Hope I'm you guys are a- wearing your swimming trunks because <laughs> we may head to deep waters today. I'm diving in. I'm going deep. Get on my head. I want to be. That's a throwback. My gosh. Alright, who is that? Nice who sang that? Shuffle. Was that Stephen uh, Curtis Chapman? Was it really? Yes, the good old SCC. Wow. <laughs> That's right. And his boys now getting on the rise with their band. My gosh. Oh, man. Colony House is, is a good band. That's, I like it's so crazy to think about. Like. He's kind of got a legacy there, but not really. I feel like so little people actually know that, like, Stephen Curtis Chapman is connected to the Colony House. Yeah, I will say I follow, you know, both the band Colony House and the members, but then I also follow Stephen Curtis Chapman on Instagram. And it's really funny because he's always wearing this CH hat everywhere he goes, and it's a Colony House hat. And you can tell that he's, like this proud father who's like my boys are in a band listen to them look at my hat and it's like <laughs> kind of adorable honestly because he's yeah. like look at steven mm. he's so happy about his oh old steve's happy about colony house <laughs> <laughs> old steve old steve Ooh. still young at heart Good old chap what a chap what a, andy that dude still has some pipes i heard him Does like he? a live recording of him the other week mm-hmm. and i thought oh, yeah my goodness, he might have gotten better. Like he's a really strong vocalist. <laughs> he's he's aged like a fine cheddar. <laughs> like a fine cheddar. <laughs> All right, so I'm, I've shuffled these cards enough. Gosh. I'm about to draw it. We've had we've had too much fun. Let's mm. break it down serious now, because <laughs> we Let's can't break have any it down fun with any sort of uh, serious question. All right. In fact, I'm gonna do this. You tell me when to stop, Christian, and I'll just I'll just stop, I'll stop it there. Whoop. Okay. That card right there. I'm scared. I don't, I, this, <laughs> I'm scared. See. And the card. Everyone, is... go get these cards. You will be consistently afraid. Whoa. Oh, this is. What a good question. Wow. So it says. I mean, just the timing of it is great. We're sitting here in December. The new year is upon us, and the question is. 
Is there something that you feel God might be calling you into over this next year? Hmm. What a question. Wow. I'll let you take it yeah. from here. Oh, oh, oh. oh wow. Uh, oh, 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 go oh, ahead, John. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> By all means, Well, please. for those of you who don't know, <clears throat> I've been studying at Liberty University for uh, several years now and just now have basically graduated and I'm oh, a free man clap. now. Yes, that's right. Golf claps for myself. Um, Snaps so all around. with that like coming into like the context, it's it's looking like I'm gonna kind of be in a place where I've never been in school before, <laughs> which is new for me completely <laughs> because ever since I've graduated high school, um, back in all uh, 2012, ooh, ooh. Ooh, golly, That's I've been in cool. I've been in some sort of schooling, and so. That's uh, that's seven years. My gosh, mm. yeah. <laughs> and I don't have my doctorate. <laughs> gosh, <laughs> Doctor Hopkins, paging yeah, Doctor Hopkins. Right. <laughs> <laughs> You're presuming too much, <laughs> but <laughs> I um, I see it as, <clears throat> uh, at least from the spiritual standpoint, at least a, a time where God is really calling me into discovering more of my own faith and what I truly believe. Um, because, I've, I mean, I've grown up my entire life in a Christian home and have obviously made choices throughout my life to um, pursue myself in certain ways, unfortunately. And so it's been a journey of, like, always being surrounded in a sense of, like, a Bible bubble no matter where I was at. So if I was at home, I still had Christian parents, you know, when I met my friends, they were friends that I had met at church. Um, <clears throat> and so there was consistently that. And then when I went to school, I went to uh, a, a Christian school there where we only studied the Bible for two years. And then I came back home and then it was just like back into that same idea. So um, since I've been at Liberty, another once again, Christian school, <clears throat> God has really used that, um, and even this past summer in Australia, to grow me in the sense of, like, making me more, as, as I'm calling it right now, spiritually aware, um, where mm -hmm. he is softening the hardness of my heart that I have been, like, resistant to, um, because I've definitely been pursuing mm -hmm. myself throughout the years, and really only by his like grace has <laughs> I've been sustained in the way that I have because there are definitely paths that I, I feel like I probably could have ended up on um mm -hmm. with if he hadn't been protecting me and and that's in ways that I honestly don't even know to be 100% <clears throat> with you guys so when it when I think of this next year I see you know uh the first half of it being uh the time where I'm just gonna buckle down and start like digging deep um, start working on planting my roots and figuring out who God is to me and what I am to God because the, both of those are important questions that you need to figure out at some point in your life. Um, and, and obviously the more that you know about God, the more you're going to learn about yourself. But until you get to the point where you're seeking Him, it's, it's also important to seek who, out who you are in the sight of Him. Um, so that's going to be, uh, I would say a good portion of my next life, uh, my next life <laughs> as we all die we when the clock strikes midnight and reincarnate <laughs> into 2020. <laughs> so here's the deal on December 31st, 2019 at approximately 159, Christian will die. <laughs> and then, Reborn. I always said slock drops midnight, but I, clock strikes midnight. <laughs> slock drops midnight. And uh, Christian is going to be revived, and in his next life, this is his focus. <laughs> Seriously, those are good things to focus on, though, but I will say the, the concept of like. Remember, Jonathan, next it's a dying is... to the self. Oh, whoa. oh my gosh. I've, I've underestimated your power. <laughs> or his power. <laughs> His level is over 9,000. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> That's impossible. And then That's you're like, right. But apart from impossible. like, 
<laughs> That's right, Philippians. <laughs> mm, <laughs> yes, let's take it out of context here. <laughs> oh yeah i was just gonna say apart from like the spiritual aspect um honestly i'm thinking about just getting a job that will provide hopefully enough for my bills and a little bit more to just start saving and pursuing music nice um because it's it's time to start releasing my tunes into the world yes and his project name will be next life <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Next Life 2020. Next Life by Christian. <laughs> Look forward to, to me doing a name. collab with Kanye. <laughs> yeah, there we go. <laughs> that song, God. You know that song? <laughs> that was my Kanye impersonation for everybody. What the God? <laughs> what? It's Listen like you album, had a man, nice don't... burp. And like instead of, well, <laughs> you were like, I'm just so going to say it through the burp. I will say, there's this, I don't know how much you've listened to the new album. But there is this I've listened song. all the way through it. There's the yeah. song On God, which is basically like an old Kanye song where he's flexing on everybody, talking about all the stuff oh, that's yeah. doing, going great. But this time, it's a trick. He's actually saying it's all because of God. But it's funny because there's like the end of each line. He says, that's on God. But then there's one certain time that he really emphasizes it. And it's like this gargle. He's like... That's on God. <laughs> and I just I find it amazing every time. He's so, just yeah. he's just channeling his little his old Southern boy baptistry. Yeah. <laughs> just he's when like, he's getting him. in there, it's on God. <laughs> mm. Everyone said Amen. Hey man. <laughs> um. So yeah, I, I, that's all awesome, and I think it'll be cool to watch from over here you know as you go into 2020 in your next life but in all seriousness like as you go in it'll be cool to like watch and see where you end up and what you're doing because i feel like it'll be a cool mm. phase with you like to to see it so oh it's gonna be cool for me it's like you know it's it, 2019 was like a really big year for me as far as like stepping on like faith a lot and Mm. you know so like 2019 for for those who don't know me is the year that i actually went full-time in youth ministry and stuff and started working at my church which is hope church in danville virginia and um that was like a really big deal for me because i had always kind of thought Mm. and felt like youth ministry would be the area i would end up in and sometimes i would go back and forth with like is it going to be worship ministry? Is it going to be youth ministry? But a part of me always kind of knew that it would be youth ministry. And, Mm -hmm. you know, so this year, you know, I started, you know, full time with it in, um, I believe, um, August. Mm -hmm. And so this last part of 2019 has really been me just getting to know the students that are there and getting Mm -hmm. to understand kind of the dynamic with everybody and i feel like 2020 the the kind of the thought pattern that i'm being called to with that is like okay now you kind of understand the dynamic and you understand a little bit of who they are but now it's time to dig deeper and spend a lot more intentional time with them you know talking about deeper things spending time and you know also working to build community with them and, mm-hmm. um, you know, uh, like take, for example, one thing in January that I would love to do is to um, do a lesson on serving and serving <clears throat> in the church and then mm-hmm. be able to be like, all right, here's some areas that we need people serving and we need help in. And do any of y'all feel like that's something that you would be interested in doing and like actually talk that out with them? Because mm-hmm. in the end, what I would love to see is that community build in the youth group but also see it build you know among the com like the congregation itself you know so that when you know they turn 18 and they're out of youth group it's like okay cool you're already plugged in and you're serving you've created community outside of just youth group and Mm -hmm. with like the body as well because they're already Mm -hmm. part of the body and so that's Mm -hmm. that's kind of what i've been thinking about and so I've, 
I've got a few things that I'm thinking and some ideas, some plots mm. that are thickening, you know, as they say. Ooh. And yeah, it's going to be fun. I just I'm I'm looking forward to spending a lot more like intentional time with them and you know, just mm. kind of growing close with them and seeing how you know, <coughs> how we can get them plugged in and also having a great yeah. time. So <laughs> Yeah. But That's great. Also me personally, like I I this next year I would love to work on learning a lot more about apologetics and theology because Ooh. it's like I know some and I know mm -hmm. uh, I would say more than average but at the same time there are still big questions that a lot of students have questions about and oh, yeah. I think that over the past several <laughs> years there are a lot of youth guys that are extremely guilty of a student walking up and being like hey can you explain like the trinity to me and how that makes sense or like can you explain like how the process of salvation works and the youth guys are like, mm, let's all play dodgeball. <laughs> you know, like, and so then it's like you end up with this really short lesson talking about like nothing. So that's what I'm wanting to avoid. It's like <laughs> I want to talk about, about I want to talk about like stuff that they've got going on because culture is so different than it was when I, I think was it just sounds like you just don't want to play dodgeball I hey actually I just <laughs> this is this is honestly the truth I just got dodgeballs in the mail today at the church <laughs> office <laughs> so I definitely want to play dodgeball but I'm saying mm -hmm. that's not the priority of youth ministry. <laughs> that's why it came out because I was like, let's play dodgeball. And I was like, that kind of sounds fun. I do want to play dodgeball. <laughs> no lie. I got the, the rhino skin dodgeballs Ooh. that they are like, uh, like squishy foam and they uh, fill up with air. You can like press them and they make like this sound. And then when they mm. start pulling the air back in, they expand and you can mm -hmm. like throw it and, you know, someone will get hit in the face and it won't kill them or anything like that. So that's also a give them a nice wallop without giving them a bruise. Yes. Hopefully. So anyway, that's kind of that's kind of what I've had on my brain here for uh, the past week, probably. So I think it's cool that that question just came up like that. Yeah. So yeah, that's awesome. You know what else I'm feeling? I'm feeling like some popcorn right now. Wait, did you just say podcorn? What? What? Wait, I said popcorn. What's podcorn? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Let me tell you, man. Podcorn okay. is this week's sponsor. What? Yeah. Let me oh tell you about gosh. some podcorn. It's Dude. a marketplace that connects podcasters to amazing podcast sponsorship opportunities, my oh, dude. Hello, yes, it hello. Is. You, we're talking host reads. We're talking interview segments, maybe some topical discussions and oh more. Oh, my gosh. Is there like a middleman that I have to connect no! to? How oh dare my gosh. you even say middleman? That's I'm not sorry. even in this thing. Oh, my goodness. Do we have to, like, surrender our rights to podcast? No, there are no rights being lost. No wow. rights are being lost. They are all still with you. So you're telling me at every step I am insured protection and compensation for the work that I'm doing oh, with these brands? Oh, yeah. 100%. Let me tell you, it is a guaranteed thing. You match up with a sponsor and they like what you're doing and you like what they're doing. Let me tell you, there's no middleman. You're just working with them now. Wow, that's fantastic. But also, let me let me for real talk about something here for a second. We Please actually do. use we actually use Podcorn. That's right. And what a pleasant experience. This website, it is clean. It mm. does what it needs to do and what you want it to do. That's right, efficient. You go in, you find some sponsors, you put in a bid, and let me tell you, they match you up pretty good. Dang. Here we are. So, seriously, guys, go check out the link in the description of the podcast. All of our podcaster friends, go and check out Podcorn. They are an awesome company, and they will help you out. That's right. Worth your time. All right. Well, since we're coming back here, let's. you want to pull another card, Christian? <clears throat> yeah, let's, let's do it. Let's keep the ball rolling. The dodgeball <laughs> rolling, am oh, I right? Man. Don't remind me. <laughs> <laughs> Don't remind Actually, do me. remind me because I'm very excited about dodgeball. <laughs> Look, no. you can ask. I, like, I got them in the mail, and I was like, this is amazing. And I just opened oh them, gosh. and I was like pressing them and squeezing them. It was great. <laughs> 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 
right, so we're gonna keep. <laughs> let's keep. Let's keep shuffling the cards here. Right. Yes, is that your chair? <laughs> it's my chair, dude. My chair is like squeaking like crazy. That was the squeakiest I've ever heard. <laughs> All right. Let's pull Let's a card. Let's do it. Whoa. This, oh, dude. This is going to be, this is the type of card that I was talking about that I was like, uh-oh. These are going to yeah. be the fun ones to answer that I will just, uh. All right. Oh, shoot. I just want to get into this before you, you actually read it. It was just really funny because you you <laughs> you always have the same reaction when you read it, and it's always the word whoa. whoa. But the way that you say <laughs> the whoa is, like, different based upon, like, the, I feel like, almost the difficulty level of the question. Because the it's other one, the, you're like, whoa. And then <laughs> and this one was like, <laughs> Give me a situation, and I'll tell you the type of woe I would give to it. Dang. Alright. I'm ready. I'm sorry. Yeah, I know. I just lost <laughs> I just lost all train of thought when you said to give me this. And I'm like, my mind went so dark and I was just like, man, you just found out I died. I'd be like, whoa, whoa, whoa. What? <laughs> whoa! <laughs> what about the podcast? <laughs> 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 Who's gonna be taco one now? Now I gotta find another taco boy. <laughs> Everyone, the next oh. podcast is you just having like tryouts for the next. <laughs> I'm like, how do you respond to me saying "whoa"? <laughs> do you point it out and make everyone aware of it and Are you myself? Embarrass me in front of the public? <laughs> <laughs> because if you if, don't, you're not a true taco what boy. If one. I was truly embarrassed by that. And it's like, this just ended the friendship. I was like, you know what, Christian? I've had it. I'm done with the podcast. You pointed out that I say, whoa. And you're like, Jonathan, take it easy. And I'm like, whoa. Maybe you... <laughs> you're like, whoa. And I'm like, whoa. <laughs> so, anywho, this question is going to be very interesting. So, any whoa. <laughs> <laughs> any whoa. Uh, what's the most controversial religious opinion you have? <laughs> I love how it ended the laughter um, so abruptly. Gosh. You yeah, were like, ha, 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 ha. Controversial religious opinion I have. Oh, my word. Dude, this is going to, this one is tough. I can't think of even, I can't think of one right now. Yeah. Do you think we should go the route of like controversial to culture as a whole? Because you know, that's pretty wide, but do you think we need to go like controversial to other Christians? I'm I'm trying to figure out which way this card is wanting us to go. Which way does I think the card it's lead? Going any of them. I need to look into just the whole on uh, controversial in the first place, I guess. Wait, so you you like Google search. What does controversial mean? <laughs> I am. <laughs> because controversial and like the main is like a public disagreement. Hmm. So are we going to go with like the overall? Um, oh, man. Yeah, you can start this one off if you can think of it. I mean, I know one that I hold that is definitely considered culturally and depending i feel like any christian that you would have this conversation with that's actually reasonable in how they listen they would not get that upset by the by the mm. argument itself so right i would say one area is that you could argue just for the American culture that a pastor or a um, like a person working in ministry that it would be wise for them not to consume alcohol like that would be considered mm -hmm. controversial in a sense because obviously mm -hmm. we know what the Bible says about alcohol and we know like that it's all talking about moderation but it's also talking about wisdom 
And I feel mm-hmm. like with a pastor or with someone in a ministry position, it's wiser for them not to consume it just for mm-hmm. the fact that they are um, they're being looked at. And, and you don't want to, mm-hmm. you want to be like above reproach. You know what I mean? And I don't even right. know that that yeah. falls under that controversial because I don't think that it would ever start a fight. You know what I mean? Like if, if someone I had, mean, had a different opinion, it wouldn't be like we'd end up fighting over it. <laughs> you know? Probably. I mean, they probably just would leave the church. Well, <laughs> like, <laughs> wait, well, I mean, like, let's say that, let's say that it's me and another youth guy. And we're like talking about it. And I'm like, hey, here's the deal. I don't drink because I feel like it's wise for someone in youth ministry not to drink. And then the youth guy, the other youth guy is like, well, I feel like I'm perfectly capable of self-control and that it's not actually going to affect anybody. It's not like we're going to end up being like, you are my arch nemesis now. (laughs) Like, It would just be like, all right, I guess we have different opinions on this and we both have different arguments. And I guess it depends on how much you look into it. But I think that that Mm -hmm. could be considered semi-controversial. Right. Okay. You know? Yeah. Yeah, I feel that. Um, I think one that I thought of was just like the the roles of Ooh. of women in oh, the church. Dude, I was about to say, there's one. Uh-oh. Yeah, of just like whether whoa. or not they can preach or whether, yeah, whoa, uh, whether or not they're allowed to be like the senior pastor of a church. Right. <clears throat> what what level is a, is a woman allowed to have in church and is there? Mm. Are we diving into that one? <laughs> Are we both, we're both so scared right now. <laughs> I mean, I'm we not scared in as much other. as the fact that I don't know. <clears throat> I know where I stand on it for right now, but I don't know enough to be like, yes, after searching and spending months diving into different scriptures, right. I can definitively say it's probably like this. Um, yeah. I think, I think we... if I were to go into this, I think it would be more of there really isn't a necessarily a one ruler over everybody in the church kind of opinion that I feel mm-hmm. like most churches have today is it's like this pyramid almost. And like, except instead of God being at the top, it's uh-huh. the senior pastor at the top. Right. And then it like breaks down into people yeah. underneath them. And then it breaks down into people underneath them. And it's like, you end up with that's like not boards really the, and all of this stuff. Yeah. Right. And, and then apparently there is more of like a five fold leadership team, more uh-huh. or less that there is. And I can't remember all of it, but there's like teacher, there's like prophet, there's different like ones that I can't remember the names of at this moment. And if you look at it from, like, that perspective as more of, like, a fellowship and rather than an actual, like, dictatorship in a right. sense, like, yeah. in all honesty, like, there shouldn't really be a problem because you're all in the same accountability level all, right. along the rides. No one's, like, the main person. Yeah, <clears throat> and I think that that, you know, like, take, for example, obviously, each church needs to acknowledge, like, the head of the church is Jesus. Like, that right. is the head person. It's not that there is some other person. But then there Correct. is the pastoral role, and then there's the elders. You know, they talk about elders and the requirements behind the leadership in that sense of, like, a pastoral leadership and elder leadership, which scripture does point towards that it's a it's a, I almost said a dude it's a dude <laughs> um, that like it's it's men that have been in those positions now mm-hmm. that doesn't mean that women can't lead certain aspects because you have right. examples of like Timothy being exclusively raised by women who also were obviously helping in the local congregation oh, and yeah. raised him to, and, and Paul, like, commended them for their leadership of him. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I think, like, take, for example, like, people really underestimate, like, the wives of pastors and elders and how much they mm-hmm. do. And I mm-hmm. would say that mm-hmm. that is, like, a huge ministry and also a huge challenge 
like just thinking mm-hmm. about Kristen with me, I'm like she she has to like sometimes comfort me, and she sometimes has to speak, you know, godly things towards me to help me, mm-hmm. you know. So like without mm-hmm. her, I would probably be a mess of a youth director. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. it would, yeah. And so I think that there are people that swing really really far where they're like no women right. at all they can't speak right. they can't do this and i'm like you that doesn't have a biblical basis at all yeah not if at you're all. gonna argue it <clears throat> argue it with with verses and with scripture so it's like for me what i see in scripture is i i hold to the fact that that you know the pastoral role biblically and the elder role has been said to be men but what that doesn't do is that doesn't say that women are less valuable in ministry because it's like you have missionaries that are women that have brought so many people to Christ and you have women that have like helped so much in just congregational settings and you know it's I just think that that's what I've seen and what I've read and I just say it now (laughs) so we'll see oh we'll see how this goes (laughs) Yeah, I mean, really... I, it, I guess it, as far as it comes with, like, the role of elders and everything, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. I, and, and like I said, so I don't know when it comes to all of this. I think at the end of the day, it comes with a, a perspective of if the Bible, as far as, like, there ever being, like, a lead pastor role, from, from my experience it always feels like when people push for like women to be that they're always over justifying it. Yes. And, and to me, that's not the role of anyone that's trying to serve God. Um, is like, I need to justify why I'm here. It's like, really, if God's ordained you and God selected you to do it, like you don't have to do anything, but like do what he's telling you to do. And obviously there will be pushback sometimes, when God selects you to do things, right? Not saying you're not going to have to fight, but when it comes to a point of like going be above and beyond, and that's typically how it's seen in some circumstances. I would say it's more it's uh, safer to lean on the fact of like <clears throat> I would go that a woman could preach for sure and should teach every now and then. Well, th- but, then that was my next thing that I was going to say yeah. is that teaching doesn't like equate. To being a preacher right so like Correct. take for example you have a lot of like good old boys in the south that are like there will never be a woman to ever teach anybody in the congregation ever but then it's like right. you ask them about hey there was this lady who was a missionary like overseas and she was teaching this they're like that's awesome and you're like hold up so here's the question it's it's not the question isn't can women teach scripture Obviously, right. it's super important yes. for women to be able to teach and to be able to know theology right. and apologetics, and they are more than capable of knowing it. But it is the the leadership title right. and the the spiritual role where the brakes hit. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Yeah, and and I think that that points back to the fact of it's more of like God placing Adam in charge of these things and it being like okay, yeah. like there was this and the fact that like he's the one that takes the blame for everything yeah (laughs) like you really you know like when it when things go wrong like it's gonna fall on the man like even in marriage like the blame Uh ultimately will fall on the the father of the entire family right for everything that goes which is scary stuff (laughs) yeah (laughs) but i think the other thing too that i think has led to the discussion of like hey you know like why can't women be preachers is that you have a lot of dudes out there with the yeah. title of pre of like being a pastor or being a mm. shepherd that are not mm. shepherding yeah. they aren't fulfilling the role and they yeah. have pretty much sabotaged point. the name of pastor and shepherd yeah and they've just mm-hmm. got it as a title when in actuality, spiritually, they aren't doing anything with that. And you've yeah. got women it, that are doing more. And so they have this moment of like, hey, what the heck? Like, I can't be called this. 
But this guy is like lazy and won't do anything to spread the gospel. He just pretty mm. much fills his pockets. So it's like, of course, there's a bitterness there. And yeah. it's from people that have it's it's a result of of men not stepping up like they're supposed to in that spiritual role and doing what they're supposed to be doing. Mm. And then also allowing women to like compliment them spiritually like they're supposed to be not compliment mm. like you're doing a great job but being like women have very important coming roles. alongside yes coming alongside yeah. and being like hey you're gonna have mm -hmm. really bad days and you're gonna have really tough times and i'm gonna mm -hmm. have really tough times and we need to be there to support <laughs> each other and yeah. that is like easily over 50 percent of what's oh, needed yeah. like honestly yeah, Zoom. and and I think part one of the first things like that was a beautiful point is just like that I thought of was like, you know, Deborah in the Bible like, mm -hmm. homeboy was given the opportunity to do this. Yes, and he was like no, and then she's like, and then God's like, yeah. fine, you do it, you know. And I think that's like right alongside of what you're talking about is like, God's not up there going like, a, a woman better not step up, yeah. ever. And it's like no, well, like that was never the intention, like. The point of, I, oh, like, sorry, women, they shake interrupting me, I swear. <laughs> it was like a uh, lag I remember reading a, a while ago, um, John Eldridge and his wife wrote a book, and they talk about in it a section of, of women and how the name that women were given originally, I, I don't remember what it was, if it was for Eve, and if Eve meant the same thing. But the term was helper, and, like, that in and of itself was, like, what was used to refer to God in and of himself of how he is, like, our helper as yeah. well. And it's, like, that whole prospect of, like, women are made in God's image just as much as men are, you know? Just yeah. because God chose to form her from man doesn't mean that he didn't make her from him because there's right. so many attributes of God that are in women that are just fantastic and beautiful yeah. and amazing. And you just don't see them in men because we're just made from dirt, you know, <laughs> we're just like, cause we're just a pile of dirt. Yeah. Seriously. What have you learned like... today? Well, we learned that we're basically dirt. <laughs> there was, there was a really, I cannot, I was just searching to see if I could find out who, who said it because it was a, it was a preacher that I saw a clip of where he was talking about he was like why are we seeing so many women that are having to step up and preach the gospel mm -hmm. and he's like well it's because it's all now this this is going to sound worse than it is he's like it's almost like the analogy of the rocks crying out like mm -hmm. in the sense of like well the men aren't doing it mm. he's like you've got a bunch of cowardly guys who are just not preaching the gospel and they're mm -hmm. not doing what they need to be doing. So, of course, God is going to be like, well, you know what? Like you said with uh, Devorah, like, I am now equipping you to be able to, like, spread the gospel because mm -hmm. the men aren't doing it. So I, it's like more of a it's more of a call out to us, too, as guys mm -hmm. to be like, yeah. hey, we're all supposed to be teaching the gospel. We all need to be understanding Theology, we need to be understanding how to give a clear understanding of the gospel to an unbeliever. But when when people stop doing that, well, of course there are going to be other people that step up and do it. And a lot of times that's women who have great understanding of the gospel and mm -hmm. great teaching capabilities. Yeah. So mm -hmm. it's I think it's dysfunction on both sides of the, the spectrum that yeah. is causing this whole debate recently, especially. Yeah, and I think it I think it never came down to the aspect of who could teach or preach like you said, but a matter of who the responsibility falls upon. Mm -hmm. And I feel like God just wanted that to be on man so that woman wouldn't have to deal with it, you know. Yeah. Well, because I mean I feel like it's it's go ahead. I was well, I was about to say um there is like the the scripture that, you know a, a pastor is supposed to also be considered an elder obviously and like all the elders need to be capable of teaching and and preaching the the gospel and then one of like one of the biggest requirements of an elder like i'm reading them right here 
in Timothy, it says, aspires to the role of being an elder and a pastor and a shepherd. And then it talks about being above reproach so that he lives in a way that gives no one cause of thinking badly towards him. Then it says also the husband of one wife. It says, I mean, pretty clearly, this dude is supposed to be married to one woman. And that's because marriage itself is a representation of the gospel, you know, Mm -hmm. in the sense of how God's love is for the church. So it's like if you've been married multiple times, well, you've, you're actually already disqualified from being an elder because Mm. there is a disconnect there. But it says that an elder is the husband of one wife. Mm -hmm. And that's not a, that's not a verse that's like, Oh, what was the context of the culture? This is like a blanket statement that Paul was placing. And that doesn't mean you neglect women or that you think less of them because they can't be an elder. It just means that, that responsibility right. biblically falls on the dude and women are super, super valuable to the church congregation and in yeah. leading certain aspects of ministry. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, man, what a, that is a controversial one. Yeah. Heavy, very heavy. Ooh, whoa. <laughs> yeah, you <know>. yeah. Uh, oh, <sighs> I don't even know how long we've been recording. I got lost in it all. <laughs> yeah. Now we've been going about 40 minutes. Now. Have we really? Look at that. Yeah. Y'all have just mm-hmm. stuck along with us here for 40 minutes. Just, yeah. just our little taco babies with us. <laughs> yeah, I know. Right. <laughs> Tell me about your week, Christian. Let's do a, let's do like a five minute catch up here. Tell me about your week. <clears throat> my week's been good. Um, it was my birthday on Sunday. Mm. Woo. Happy That's birthday. Right. Yes, 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 yes. And it's been beautiful because I've been... Oh. I wasn't done singing. I've been able to basically consistently party almost every other night. Wait, wait like. what? <laughs> <laughs> I, I think, first of all, we do have to define that Christian's meaning of party is different than the secular view of party. <laughs> We come out of a yes, deep conversation of that like, men need to I be mean. fulfilling their roles. And Christian's like, I've been partying every night, people. <laughs> yes. No. Like, Whoa, wait a second. Whoa. Um, yeah, I've been, I've been partying every other night. <laughs> Wholesome party. Um, yeah, so much partying. <laughs> <laughs> And so that's been really fun because it's it's been it's it's bittersweet because it's been a a time to see a bunch of people that I've been um, in school with for this amount of time in that next semester. Like they're going to still be at school. And thankfully, right as of right now, I'm going to still be around. So I'll be able to see people every now and then. But it was also like, wow, okay, this is the the, the ending of an era into the new one. And And so come 2020, Christian is going to (laughs) die and be in his other life. (laughs) That's right. Um, so this is, so it's good. I'm excited. I'm excited for 2020, but also I'm, it's been a good week and, and I finished up my last paper today and I just sent it and I was like, you know what? It was like a 12 page, 13 pages that they wanted at least. And so I ended up typing like, I think almost 19 or 20 just Hmm. on congregation, congregational contextualization in the church. Ooh. Um, we yeah. should have just read your paper. <laughs> <laughs> seriously. We just, Here is my paper. Yeah, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> yeah, seriously. It was a <laughs> mega church in Florida that had an insane budget. And it was well, like You were perfect. very far from your mic there. And you had to. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and you bad. had to. Uh, <laughs> you had to um, help uh, produce strategies to improve the church. That's and awesome. So I, I hope I did well. I, I thought of different ways. And it's cool to like see how interning made me think of certain ideas and just like where i'm at now makes me think of like oh this is something that i would want to bring up in Hmm. the church and i hope this is what they mean if not bummer but (laughs) i'm excited for one day when i'm more involved in a church somewhere wherever it may be um the ideas that i have and the opportunities that i would love to at least present to people yeah as a church because i'm like these are different thoughts that i have and other people have that can hopefully improve your church in a sense of like reaching people 
and reaching your own congregation first and foremost and then letting them go out and reach the community you know it's nice because church is <clears throat> meant for the congregation before it's meant for the uh the community yeah. technically um and it's supposed to be what affects your community so based on that you using just a work principle of you know the bosses care for their employees the employees will naturally care for the customers mm -hmm. um because they feel cared for and in an right, unhealthy exactly. environment you end up with really very not content <laughs> like employees yeah, if you have discontent. a terrible ball <laughs> discontent what i was like what just happened to me i just said very not content uh you've got discontent uh employees if you have a terrible boss and those employees yeah. that feel like they are mistreated are going to mistreat those who don't work there because they're just they're like i don't want to be here yes so, congregational care is important people that's right yes yeah my my week has been dude my week has gone fast yeah it's gone so fast i okay i it's <laughs> Yeah, so like the month of December, we haven't had youth group every week, but that's also because I, I like help with the media stuff now mm -hmm. as well. Yeah, and just with all of the Christmas stuff coming up, Christmas is a busy, busy time. And Christmas time. We've got a youth Christmas here. party this coming uh, Sunday. Ooh. I said that like I'm making an announcement to them. <laughs> hey guys, <laughs> if, up, you're the students, <laughs> if you're in Danville, come to our Christmas party. <laughs> Uh, so I mean, shout out to that dude that listens Wesley. to Wesley. Yeah, Wes, if you're listening to this, you better be at the Christmas party. <laughs> uh, so, really, it's that'll be a lot of fun. I'm excited about mm. that. We've got, okay. like, Candlelight, the Christmas service coming up next week. We've got our Christmas services happening that Sunday. And That's a right. lot of music. We got we got practice stuff happening. It's It's all good stuff. And uh, I, I also got a shipment of dodgeballs in today, so that's also Woo. great. <laughs> Heck yeah. I'm not going to lie. I did go to the other building and start throwing them around just to reminisce a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I really Fantastic. did. That's not a lie. I literally yeah. took them over there and was like, you better believe I'm going to throw this at a wall right now. <laughs> Yay! I was, like, <laughs> I was like on the phone with Kristen. And I was like, I wonder if she can hear these, like, banging up against the wall in the background. <laughs> She's like, hey, Jonathan, what, how's it going? <sighs> Fine, everything's okay. <laughs> uh, man. All right, good episode. Controversial. Yeah. But also Indeed. informative. Yay. You know what? If you don't agree with us, but you also just love Jesus and you're doing your best to understand scripture and you're, like, working towards it. Mm -hmm. Look, we still love you. Mm. We still love you. Like we're not gonna we're not gonna roast you. <laughs> <laughs> well, we might. No, well, kidding, no, yeah. no. no. It's <laughs> well, like, I, no I promises. Think that, <laughs> I think what's valuable is to have the conversation. It's been a it's been this long going thing where people who disagree on certain areas of theology, mm. they mm. kind of get themselves in a corner and they block themselves off from anybody with differing mm. opinion. And they yeah. never talk about it. And you know what? That's a good way to never learn anything. So mm. have these conversations with people. It's That's good. true. Yeah, it's 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 hard because we get in an area where we're scared to be wrong. Right. Well, and if pride. you're always scared to be wrong, then how are you ever gonna be told right? Yeah. And it's like my my opinion on things I mean, I've always had a pretty stable view of what what my belief and theology where it lands but i've definitely shifted in certain areas of like how hard i hit in certain areas or um just basic view of it so it's like if if as a christian you become stagnant like it's time to start reading your bible more and studying because it's like god's mm -hmm. gonna shift it up on you you don't know what's gonna happen <laughs> It's on God. It's on God. <laughs> it's on God. <laughs> well, with that. My gosh, it was funny. You were explaining all of this, and I was like, is he just using dodgeball terminology? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, look, you know you know when you're like on one side of the court and you see the enemy on the other side, and you're like, you know what? I got to stop the enemy in his tracks. 
So you get your sword out and you throw it at him and hit him in the face, but it doesn't count because you know we're playing by the rules that if you get hit in the face, you're still in the game. Dang. And you're like, that was the worst analogy I've ever heard. <laughs> They're like, so if I hit Satan in the face with my Bible, it doesn't work. He's still gonna attack me. <laughs> what is going on? That's uh, right. <laughs> my goodness gracious. And if he gets you once, you're out. Yeah. If he Forever. gets you once, you have to stand on the sideline and wait for the and rest hope. of your team to lose. <laughs> Unless they catch one, and yeah. then they can say, I want my favorite boy back in. <laughs> my favorite boy. And then they pick Tom instead of you, and you're like, crap, yeah. I wasn't even the favorite boy. <laughs> Tom was the favorite boy. <laughs> oh, but that's because Tom was having these discussions and talking theology, just saying. <laughs> that's right. Tommy wasn't afraid to be wrong. Tom was strong in the faith. <laughs> <laughs> I went with my uh, Irish thing. <laughs> my Scottish. <laughs> I don't know. I'm Scott Irish. I can I can say it was either. <laughs> I could I could say that because I am. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's I, I am that. That is what I am. Oh. <laughs> My gosh. Well, well, All well. All right. Ooh. Oh, was that a drum roll? <laughs> There's another one. All right. Thank you so much for listening to the Taco Boys podcast. We really do appreciate everybody who has given us five-star reviews and nice comments. So if you would just keep that going, we'd, we'd really appreciate it. Don't forget, go to our website, thetacoboys.com. We've got merch there. We've got, like, a lot of stuff going on. We've got a YouTube channel where we're posting this stuff now, too. So, you know, go follow us on our social media and all that, too. We'd really love it. Yeah. Oh, and thanks to Podcorn again for sponsoring us this episode. So, go check them out. Thank you. Ah, goodbye.